You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. Jesus Murphy, the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. Show 163, December the 20th, 2021. Dave, they took my laptop away from me. They're doing some fine tuning on it, the uh, network, and it threw us old timers for a loop how to connect via phone, but we got her, I think. My goodness gracious, you're uh, you're in control tonight. You tell me when to shut up, hit the mute button here and there, but uh, you went for supper tonight down uh, the, the water tower grill. How was it? Well, it was excellent. It was a celebratory mood. Um... It's my in-laws. It's their 50th wedding anniversary today. Jesus. Yeah, they're getting up there. But the, so In the a 50th, row. Yeah. And they have uh, really good friends of theirs <laughs> who also were celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. So it was uh, two couples, my wife, my son, and myself. And uh, my son made the honor roll at uh, Gilbert Patterson Middle School so that he got to celebrate a little bit tonight, too. So it was it was a good night. There you go. Good night to have by all. Uh, Dave, not, not such a good night in the NHL. Nine teams are shut down. The NHL decided to call her good. Like we talked about on last Thursday, say, hey, just, just call it until after Christmas. Everything else, it's a, a wise decision, I think, in the NHL's behalf. Um, whether Let's not get political. Let's just get down to the, uh, the game. Um, I think it's a very good decision for the teams to make a, a level playing field for the all teams because some teams are quarantined, some teams aren't, some teams are status quo if you're in Texas or Florida. I think it's a wise decision for the um, to have a level playing field for the NHL just to call it good until 26. Everybody said start fresh in the uh, Christmas New Year break. You know, that, that makes sense to me as well because it, is, it seems to me um, – most, if not all, these players that are testing positive for COVID are, excuse me, are asymptomatic. They're, they're, they don't even know it until they get their positive test. They're not yeah. feeling bad. They're not feeling run down. And, but, you know, they're carriers. And, and that's the important part to, to, to stop the spread. If we're ever going to kick this fucking virus out, that's, that's what we have to do is, and everybody has to do their part. And it's unfair. You're right. It is unfair, especially the way that some teams were going to actually even have to suit up shorthanded before they even got cap relief. Like, I don't really understand how those rules even seem to make sense because if you're, if you're playing shorthanded, you're more apt to injury because you're going to be more tired and and I get it. There's a salary cap. I get it. But if you're going to let Tampa Bay hide salary on uh, IR, long-term IR for a whole year and let them load up for the cup, you can do something for exigent circumstances like uh, having half the team with the VIT. Well, the NBA did that because their big day is Christmas day. That's when their, their season really starts is uh, with NBC has the Laker or ESPN used to be NBC, but the Laker games always on, on Christmas day. They get their Christmas Day, used to be three games. Now it's six. They get there. Now they have, okay, we're going to have, we're playing no matter what. So if you're asymptomatic, we're not testing. If we're doing this, we're, it's, it's money. We've, we discussed that in the podcast in the past. 
they're making sure that they're doing it. And um, the NHL is following suit a little bit like, okay, let's just shut her down, asymptomatic, we're reevaluate the rules. NFL did the same thing with asymptomatic. Uh, we're not testing anymore. Steve Eiserman, who's loved across this country, he questioned yesterday, Detroit, because they, they were one of the teams that got shut down. He's like, I don't get it. You're asymptomatic. We're all vaccinated. Let's not get political. Let's not get uh, scientific here because neither for the scientists, Dave. But for the, for the state of the game, I think if, if a team's or if the league's for sh- to shut down, I think it's a wise decision to make a level playing field. Yeah. Because if you, because I think if you keep going, um, a, a, a team that keeps playing has an advantage. They're not getting the rest, but I don't think rest helps that much because you want to get into a flow of a season. If you don't have, if you're not in a playing game, if you're not a game playing state compared to practice state, there's no way you're going to catch up. No, and you can't keep up. Like games, you can practice all you want, but you can't, you can simulate game all you want, but nothing, nothing takes the place of an actual regular, like regular season game. That, that's just what you need to, to develop and to, to, to become better as a team is, is gameplay. And with so many bodies in and out and, you know, and even with the ability to field full rosters, like after I, I, from my understanding, if you play one game shorthanded, then you get cap relief for, for players that you can call up and I don't know where I was going with that point. It was it's just what <laughs> happens. Yeah, it, it's it's just I don't know it, the competitive imbalance. Like depending on who has the bid on what day, you know, you're like you're gonna you're gonna do a lot better against the Oilers if McDavid and Drysaddle are on the bench as opposed to any two other bums. See the the one problem I got with shutting down for two weeks or five days or ten days, whatever it is, you don't know what's on the other side of that two weeks. So when, when does it end? When does it stop? Like we've been do, go, been going through this for 20, 21, 22 months now. It hasn't stopped. So when, when, when do you just say power through it or do you shut down completely? Because you can only put a bandaid on things so, for so long. Yeah. Like yeah, there has to be a plan. And then they, especially now with shutting it down, like we're going to have a plan and we are going to, we're going to make this thing work because, you know, it's also unfair to, um, Canadian teams over American teams like Texas and Florida, they do not care one bit. And they're, they're going to have full barns and they're going to have an on and on and on and yeah. on and on. Whereas now like, you know, Montreal and Toronto, like from half, they, they, half they, they shut down early no Vancouver, yeah. like everything else. It's, and I, Dave, I was thinking about this earlier on um, when teams get a, a shutdown, and players get a shutdown. I, I think back to um, one of our favorite goaltenders. We talked about him in the past, Bill Ranford, when he held out uh, and he got traded to Boston uh, and he was never the same And he, from, from Edmonton. And then I, I think one of my favorite guys, Felix Potvin, when it didn't work out for him, he held out and he got traded to, I think, L.A. and he was never the same. When players miss out on playing time and become stagnant, they – and this happened with the Islanders. I, I, I fully believe they got the COVID and they, they got stagnant and it, they, they were never the same. I think if you aren't competitive on a daily basis at that an elite level, you're never the same. It's hard to catch back up. 
And sometimes some players, especially when they're in the twilight of the career or the midlight of the career, or like we discussed in the past, guys who are just breaking into the league, they don't get that second chance anymore. And this, this COVID thing is going to hurt a lot more players than just guys who get sick from it. Yeah. And, and it's bad for, it's just bad for a team, right? Like it, half the, the fun about being a professional athlete is, is some road trips. Let's go out. Let's see the town. Let's, we got an off day tomorrow, boys. Let's yeah. uh, see what we can, let's, let's see what, let's see what kind of trouble we can get ourselves into tonight. And I don't mean that. It's just, you know, it's, it's a turn of phrase. That's uh Let's get a little greasy and you can't do that with the vid. You're not allowed to, you're like the, all the rules with the teams and sitting in your hotel. It, it'd, be, it'd be so frustrating, just so frustrating. Cause you know, that's yeah. traveling with like 26 to 30 guys there. You're going to find someone that you can hang with and, and have a little fun and not sit in the hotel and, and play uh, video games over Wi-Fi. It's, it'd be a drag. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's, it's just a drag that we're, we're 22 <laughs> months into this. And let's not, like I said, let's not get political and pretend we're scientists. But it, it would be just a drag. You, know, you finally make the NHL after all these years. And, and it, we're hard work and everything else. And now you can't. And we're shut down and you can't. It, it, it'd be, it would be a drag. And, it, for, you know, and then to have the, uh, and even to say, like, ju- junior hockey players going home at Christmas time now. I mean, when I played uh, played junior there for a little bit and going home at Christmas was a good time. And now you have the restrictions that are going on. Man, it would be a drag at Christmas time to go home and you can't go out. Yeah, it, it would it would suck a lot. It would it, it would it would be brutal. And well, you know, it's you're living a charmed life, and we all get that. But still, half the fun is is living the life. Half the fun is being somebody. You bet. Yeah. Right. And, that, yeah. and that's how the fun. It's it's too bad that it's going on for this long. And let's not blame anybody. It's it's it's, it's, it's nobody's fault, but the, the society we've been in. Let's not get into that at all. But it's just it's it's unfortunate that we're still into this situation. And I think the NHL made a good decision. Um, Dave, over under when does the NHL say you guys aren't going to the Olympics? And when do the, does the PA agree they're not going? I because because here okay on point um, in a in a country that is um, we don't know anything about because they they just the Spangler Cup got uh, got canceled today and there nobody go like it, it's just clean right so that one got canceled when's the Olympics getting canceled I would be shocked if the Olympics got canceled. Not the Olympics, I, but the Olympics. Uh, yeah, Switzerland, I, Switzerland, I don't know what their COVID situation's been, but I'm saying it's rather low. But when Canada says we're not going to Switzerland, I'm fairly certain it's going to have it's going to come down the, the track where we're not going to China. Well, I think this is the last thing Batman wants to do is say, boys, you're not going. Right? Because that's this is something the players really want to bargain for. Yeah. So <laughs> There's going to be some some pretty heavy conversations with uh, the union and and the and the league because you know you, it's our right to decide you know and, and you know what if you're well, what if you're like a, a 27 year player I don't I don't know who um, but you know 
all the big boys aren't going, all the big boys aren't going, but the league is still allowing you to go. And it's like, well, fuck, I'll go. I don't care. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll roll the dice. I'll hang out in China for 15 days after if I get the vid, because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And it's not a, it's not a, it's not an opportunity I ever thought would come my way. You got damn right. I'm going. So maybe what that's going to happen. I, I was listening to a little bit yesterday. What if Obi said, I'm going? Because that's the one thing he doesn't have, right. right? Is an Olympic goal. And he loves Russia more than, than Ivan Drago does. Obi loves Russia. What if Obi says, I am I'm going. I'm set for life. I'm going. And if 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 I can't come back to the Washington Capitals, oh well. See, what if he was- says, I'm going. Well, that would surprise me for a second. And what's to stop? That wouldn't surprise me. No. Like, because there's like Canadians, we're Canadians. We, we love hockey. We love our team. But there's some of those other guys, man, like Matt Sundin, when he won that gold medal in 2006, I believe it was, that means more to him and to, and to Sweden and la da 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 than any hockey game he ever played. Like yeah. They're, they're, so, like some of these European guys, they love their, their, their country more than Canadians. <clears throat> And I, I can't, because when Canada actually won their gold medals in 2002, 2010, they said it's great, but it doesn't compare to a Stanley Cup. Whereas I think the other way around things, these guys love their country more than the Stanley Cup does. The, the Stanley Cup does that make any sense? Yeah, they would rather wear win a championship with for their, their country for their than country a Stanley Cup. Than a Stanley because Cup. the Stanley Cup is, is is like our is our national championship. Yeah. Right? Canadians have been playing thing. for that forever, right? Like, forever. Yeah. Where so I think I think if if Obi said I'm going, what are they gonna do? Nothing. It's 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 in the rules. You can go. I'm going and nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, you, you know, and while well, you got to pay for your own insurance and this, and they would probably okay. make they would probably make him buy more insurance uh okay. for if he got the vid. Yeah, like. Here's, here's money's nothing check. to that guy. No, God, he has to be worth like two hundred mil, at least. Yeah, with all his earnings and and then whatever, and, whatever, whatever side well, deals he's got going on the crazy Russians and yeah, whatever exactly. they got going on, right? Oh, Putin Bitcoin will coin uh, and whatever. And yeah, knows, Putin will uh, totally write any check he he needs to get uh, Ovi to play for that, especially anyways, if it's going to be a diluted Canadian roster. For why not? Sure. Anyways. Dave, the uh, it's interesting. It's too bad it's, it's happened, but you know what? Maybe the shutdown will help things to slow down, stop, collaborate, and listen. You know, ice is back with a brand new invention, whatever. But just just stop and just okay, let's just calm things down and see what we're gonna do. I think it's a wise thing to do. We talked about it last week. And now people are starting to listen to the fourteen twenty podcast. What we have to say, anyways. Fourteen twenty podcast. Four viewers, four talking a whole lot. Fourteen twenty sports podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Show one sixty three. Little off kilter tonight. Uh, Dave's in the controls because the computer and things and stuff, but uh, uh, it's working. We got, we we're making it through. But Dave, the other day I was watching on the uh, MLB Network. Then I heard it later on, and it's kind of a thing I've thought about it a lot too. Should relievers and designated hitters be Hall of Fame worthy when that's all they do. Now, hear me out a little bit. Now, Mariano Rivera's 
the greatest reliever ever. And that's, that's, that's uncontested, 100% Hall of Fame, la-da-da-da-da for what he did. But the, the – and I love Mo. Like, when he came in for the Yankees, it was a done deal. He'd throw that, he'd throw that cutter, one, two, three, done deal. But if you're a Hall of Famer, should you be a guy who can only do what you do at an elite level? Mariano failed as a starter. He in '95, he just it, it didn't work out. They said, "Well, put him in the pen," and all. And he was a uh, a setup man for John Wetland, and then he became the the guy he, he became. Let's just say, for sake conversation, because podcasts are that if Randy Johnson, who was a longtime starter, what could he have done as a closer? Probably just as good, or better. Who knows? Should a reliever get because they put up these great numbers on these great teams, which the Yankees were? Should a reliever be Hall of Fame worthy? I Does that think, make sense? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I look at the relievers with a far kinder eye than I do the DH. The, the reliever is, it's, it's more of a, like, of course, all pitching is a mental game, but, but relieving is especially a mental game. Um, the game isn't, the stakes are high. You screw up, your team loses. A starter screws up, you're, the team still has four or five innings to come back. But this is the one that's going to be on sports highlights. Like, you don't want to get uh, be the guy that's always looking up or up in the sky over getting, his shoulder. Get, yeah. Getting whiplash, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, it, the stakes are higher. So I, I do believe that takes a bit of a more um, a mindset thing, an approach, a mental approach um, that is different from the starter. Where's but, but Dave, what, what what I'm asking Dave is, do you think that say, let's go with guys in our in our uh, in the last 15 years, Randy Johnson could could do it, guaranteed. John Smoltz so, did do it. He he went out of the starters role into that. So Smoltz a double Hall of Famer. Yeah, you know. So I just find it like if you give a guy forever, and Mariano is a, a different. We shouldn't put. Mariano in this conversation, but he's the best ever, but he failed as a starter. I just, okay. Yeah. You can pitch for one inning and you're very good at it. Yeah. You know, I, it, I, I just, I, I just, I just find it. It's a good conversation to have. It's just, that's why we're doing it, I guess. Yeah. Cause it's not, not it's now not about innings pitch, right? It's like a, a different year. You're skewing the stats to, to show their success in, in their, their narrow role. But what about a middle reliever, right? Like what if you get a middle relief now in today's day and age, can middle relief win a Cy Young? I don't know. Well, you think about it now you, you got, you got guys who can, you know, <clears throat> all, all you do on a baseball game is burnouts. You get 27 outs. The first 27 outs, it's always how it's been, but now it's just different. Starter goes five innings and they get $38 million a year, which is odd to me. Then you get the middle, you get the middle guy, three, four guys. And then all of a sudden you get not, you get your, each got three outs and the game's over. Um, I just find it hard to put guys in the hall of fame now that they don't do the job that the guys did 
30, 40 years ago. Yeah, you're measuring the position with a different standard because, you know, like the the way the Braves won the World Series this year with the with their patchwork rotation. Like, but these guys were pitching two, three innings every other game. So it, it is important and and it and it gave it got him a World Series ring. I don't know. I don't know how the voters are gonna look at these at these players whatever, six to 10 years from now, because their stat line is really going to be that they might have low ERA, but they're not going to have any wins. Right. Like what, would you, gonna, would you, would you put Craig Kimbrell in the hall of fame? He's a guy that was with Minnie for a while. Minnesota. I'm trying to remember him. I, I Boston. He's the guy with the arm drag thing. Oh yeah. And, this one. Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. Like, I don't know. I'd have to see his stat line. But like someone like um, who is the guy for the Padres? Trevor Hoffman, who set the stick. Yeah, he wasn't intimidating at all. And I think the save the actual save stat is a little bit generous, right? The tying run has to be on deck or in the hole when you take the mound. Like Mariano was the best at a position that was made up that, does that make sense yeah like when the stakes were highest he did deliver um and i get that but like goose it, goose gossage back in the 70s and rolling fingers back they, they would do two three innings sometimes yeah and it was quite impressive now i just find it okay could someone out could it could a starter like small like you said smoltz could he become a, a, the best reliever ever? Go, you know what? My career longevity. Actually, here it is. Could a pitcher, as a starter, go, you know what? Sure, I make twenty-seven million a year, but I might get more years at fifteen, sixteen million if I'm a closer now. Ah. Uh. Yeah, but that describes to the. But you know the, what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, like, a, like, a, yeah. no, it's a, it's a, it's just a conversation. It's just a conversation. But does that make any sense? Like, okay, um, here we go. I, I could make more, longer, than short period. Yeah, uh, but that's if you ascribe to the fact there's only so many bullets in that gun, right? Um, what I think is, I think you, you, you. You go for this. Everybody wants to be a starter. I think so. But I don't because if you're going to get injured and then injury comes with age, just because you're pitching longer doesn't mean you're going to be as effective seven years from now as as if you would have been a starter, right? Like the, the body's going to wear down more so than than your ability to pitch, right? You become wiser, but your physical tools are going to decline. The fact that you're playing longer, unless you find some GM that makes a mistake and signs you too too much. I don't I don't think I don't think that would work. You got three guys right now eligible for the Hall of Fame. Uh let's uh well I, I know your your take on the steroid guys. You got three guys who are all tied in. Um one a little less tied into the others, but they're all tied into it. You got Bonds, you got A-Rod, and you got Ortiz, big poppy. One of them's getting in. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not this year, maybe not five years from now. Which one are you putting in? 
uh, if I have to, I guess Big Poppy, because he has the rings and and he was so clutch. Goodness, was he clutch in the in the playoffs? See, I I think he's garbage, man. I think he gets so much more because I'm a Yankee guy, not a Red Sox guy. But I think he gets a lot more fucking. I think you're just you're being a hater more than anything. No, no. Hear me out. He gets a lot more like, well, I'm sorry, because he says bro on TV a lot. And he's everybody's buddy. And he's all oh, everybody. Whereas people just hate A-Rod and people just hate Bonds. Bonds is a much better player. Well, but but Bonds. Bonds had three MVPs before he left Pittsburgh. Understood. Understood. And and what I do believe if you put that, if you put Ortiz in, you have put Bonds in. Uh I I agree. And and I don't I'm I'm against I I'm against any of those guys being in because they're they're um their issues uh, and grievances, their issues concerns. One sec. Jasper. Um I don't know, because, you know, Bonds, the, the thing I don't like about Bonds is because he was pissy pants, right? Like, he, he 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 was a great player. He knew he was a great player, but he can become an out-of-this-world player by abusing steroids, which he did, and, and he attacked one of the most held uh, records in, in baseball. Like, taking that record away from, from Hank Aaron is that really sticks in my craw and I'll never forgive him for that. I think they, I think that <clears throat> there's um, that, that one's huge. The one that the single season one, because it's what Maris and Mantle did. And it's not because it's not a Yankee thing. Um, longevity is one thing, but have, to have a year like Maris and Mantle both did in that same year, that's tough, but if you if you play long enough, you'll just get more hits, more this, more that. And I, I the Bond or the uh, Sosa McGuire thing, that was more of a chintzy bullshit beating the record thing, I think, than than the than the Bonds one was. Personally, it, I just well, that was after I, the strike and then turning a blind yeah. eye to steroids, and uh, it wasn't illegal. But you know, it's it brought baseball back, and I understand why. Uh, what's his not sea league wanted it to happen so and we can we, we can be in agreement that if if they put ortiz in they have to put bonds in i i'm not gonna go there no bonds can stay out if they put ortiz in you have to put a rod in see but like and that's my point i don't want any one of those in you asked me to put to say but which you, one goes in and then I said, I think he does have the weakest numbers of all three of those. I'm almost positive he does. But he never did get caught. Near the bonds. Well, but it was it was painfully obvious. Like it like we all know he never got caught, but like come on. Like there was he was well, he got he got caught like OJ got caught, I guess. Like you can put it that Well, way. no, it's like it's like I like it's it was it's his body. Have cheaper, you seen him now? Cheap Orenthal yeah. reference. Yeah, I had to get it mm-hmm. in there somewhere. <laughs> oh no! Like because like like Bonds. It was it was simply obvious. Um, 
And I, I don't think like I, I think like you mentioned at the beginning of the conversation, what do we think about relievers and DHs? I it I have a problem with the DH making the making the Hall of Fame. I really do. Yeah. Pick up a fucking glove, man. Like if you did stop, Edgar Martinez own a glove. Did, did Pappy own a fucking glove? Right. Like, you know, not in the last three years. Well, maybe, yeah, World Series, he played oh, for first base in the National League. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, yeah. I, I, I don't, I think DH is a cop-out uh, position. Like, I don't, I understand why the DH is there. And I understand that you want more offense. I understand you don't want the pitcher up there taking hacks and running bases. But still, it, you know. It it really convolutes the rules for an umpire to DH comes in and out and blah blah blah. Anyways, um, we will get to the bottom of the A Rod, Bonds, Pappy, Ortiz, whatever you want to call them, uh, debate uh, this year because one of them's getting in, which is who's gonna be the first one. That that that's that, that's the kicker because once yeah. you let one in, then the floodgates open. Yeah, I I think you're right. Like you have to. Yeah, eventually to. they had. Well, this is Bonds last year on the ticket, isn't it? Yeah, he gets in. He's he's the best hitter ever. He actually is. Round yeah. ball, round bag, got to hit square. It seems. I read an article and I and I wish I would have have saved it. Um, the natural, like when you do steroids, not only does it make you bigger, stronger, faster, it also alters the arc the natural trend of of the progression of of a player right like because he didn't start juicing until he was what 33 34 right when, when like that, yeah. yeah when he should have had a natural um decline in abilities but he yeah. didn't he, he in fact he got better and faster so it's it's not it's not fair it's not fair to judge him on on that career because he juiced up same with Roger Clemens, exact same thing. Like you don't get better after the age of 35, period. You don't get better. Uh, your, your, your skills can maintain, but, and you can have better years and worse years, but you don't become remarkably better. No one becomes a better athlete after the age of 35 without a little help. Tom Brady. But he, no, but he's maintained, right? He's not, he's better. gotten, he's gotten better. He's gotten better. Uh, I don't know if he's better. He's as good. He's the same. But that's another whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answers at all. But um, yeah, given my druthers, I would not have any one of those three in um, because of bonds blatant disregard of any ethical standards of baseball and honor and same with uh a rod and oh i'm not putting a rod in i'm a yankee guy and i'm, and, I'm not putting a rod in and but, big, I put an a -Rod, uh, uh, but i put a rod in against against ortiz yeah his numbers are better and ortiz ortiz, ortiz is everybody's best friend now that's why he that's what, he's everybody's buddy yeah i'm not putting ortiz in the hall of fame no matter what you know, did Ortiz like so? He was named in that in that report in that the Mitchell report, the Mitchell report, like two thousand two or whatever it was, and yeah, 
So he was named, but he always did deny. He never came clean. He was a bullshit hitter in Minnesota, almost got released. Goes to Boston. I'll think he weighs 280 pounds. He's hitting home runs. Yeah, like, does he, the exact same fucking thing Bonds did. Well, the no, exact I, same thing Bonds did. I think, and, but, but, but he's, but he says, bro, and dude, and he has an earring, and he's, hey, where's his buddy? Oh, and he's I, his garbage, man. He's fucking human fecal matter. But wow. he's everybody's best friend. He's everybody's best friend. If Ortiz had the same attitude that Bonds did, you'd feel the same way I do. Uh, probably. And I, I want him in. I don't want him in. Like, for, like once again, like, I, I no, don't I know, but I'm just saying, but everybody's Ortiz. No, he's a, he, the exact, he almost got released by the Minnesota fucking twins. It is, it is a bit of a head scratcher how he, how he, uh, how he his says, career. bro, dude, and uh, well, and you know, and, and who am I? Like everybody likes likes him. His teammates like him. The town loves him. But because he was clutching the playoffs, and and that can't can't be denied. Like, uh, but oh, you no, right, I know. Like, um, but if he was on the spike, he didn't lift a whole lot of weights. He just got thick. Was he thin in Minnesota? I wasn't watching Twins game back then. I, no, I neither was I. I, I, I. I think after this podcast, great well, ballpark that they got in there. In, in this uh, that Target Field. Oh, tar- awesome! Yeah, awesome it looks ballpark. really nice. Awesome ballpark. Anyways, Dave, fourteen twenty sports podcast. We're uh, on everywhere we go. Everywhere you got uh, apps. Everything. Everything. You got. Yeah, I'm just mumbling, stumbling now. A little off base tonight, but anyways, Spotify, 14, Podbeans, Apple. Uh, Everywhere I'm Siri, bumbling, stumbling, fumbling. Yeah, Siri play sports 20s. Fuck, now you got me going. Siri, tell us 14 sports podcast. Play, play 14 sports podcast. We're also on YouTube. Here we go. 1420 podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, last night I was sitting around. Uh, hotel here in Manhattan. Last day of work is tomorrow morning for the Christmas break. Can't wait uh, to get home and enjoy some uh, Christmas spirit and everything else. But I got down a wormhole of uh, international hockey and I caught on to the 1980 U.S. Olympic team. And I don't know how I caught on to this, but my God, that team, what they did, I don't think that that will ever be accomplished ever again. A bunch of college kids, what they were, Wisconsin, University of Wisconsin, uh, University of Michigan, on and on and on. Guys you've never heard of went and beat the likes of the, the Russians with uh, Tretiak and Makarov and Krutov and on and on and on in 80. Um, I remember watching it as a kid. I, I know I was only five years old at the time, five or six years old, but I remember watching it. And it's And you watched the highlights last night that I watched. My Dave, is that ever going to happen again where a team of underdogs like that could go out and beat a team like the Russians? That will that ever happen again in any sport, let alone let alone in hockey? Uh well, didn't it happen two or three years ago in the English Premier League? Didn't Leicester City like something like honestly a five thousand to one long shot win the table? And that that would be probably be the closest comparable because like we were saying off air, like the, the Olympic hockey tournament at the time wasn't about qualifying and then quarterfinal, semifinal gold medal. It was just a round robin tournament. Everybody played everybody. And the, you got the best record, you get the gold. There was no, 
there was no penultimate game. And then so when the States beat Russia, I believe they had one or two games left. After one that. after that against, against Finland, I believe they had to win on a Sunday afternoon against Finland. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Which if they, they had lost that game, then the Russia still would have got the gold medal and, and all that, the dramatics would have been wasted, but you know, <laughs> You're right. Like I can't see back in the day, it was Russia and everybody else because they were professional hockey players under the auspice of uh, being amateurs. The big red army and everything else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And everybody was just uh, plugging away and doing their thing. Canada just had ham and eggers and junior hockey players. I don't even know who Canada used. Did they use, who did they use back in the day? I can't remember. Nice. They don't have just a, a bunch of, no, it was a bunch of a bunch of junior hockey guys and guys who didn't play university guys. Uh, yeah, it's just like I watched that thing. Herb Brooks gave some inspirational speeches, and and the, the, the like he I shouldn't say this, but he had that cocky American smirk when the when the Americans scored a goal against the Russians. Like I, I kind of had it was it was great to watch. Like the the smirk that that Herb, Herb Brooks was giving. Uh, when the Americans were, were scoring goals against the the Russians, it was it was, it was so great. Uh, you know, you, you just go through the lineup. You, you, Vladislav Trechak is lauded to be one of the greatest goaltenders to ever play the game. Who's Jim Craig? Oh yeah, like Jim, he, he flamed like out. Trechak got yanked after the first period. They put in Vladimir Mishkin because who was the coach? Tikhonov was a bit of a head case for the Russians. And and you watch that, and you're like, what was? Why would you pull Vladislav Trechak? Like, why? Like, what was going through the Russians' head at that point? It's panic mode and everything else. Like, analytics today wouldn't allow that. Now I don't think. To, I don't think it was panic mode. I think he was still overly confident that, like, you know, we're going to win this game because even just like I believe ten days before the Olympics, they played a. Uh, an exhibition match against at MS at, at Mass Square Garden. I think yeah, the Russians won 10, 10 3, I think it was pounded them. Yeah. So it I embarrassed I, them. Yeah. I think it was all, a lot of confidence that, like, uh, Trechak's being too cocky. We'll let the, the young buck take over here and, and we'll win this game. And that way I can I can teach Trechak a lesson and bring him down a notch or two. It's just crazy that that, uh, like, that tournament was unbelievable. We're getting into the Christmas season here. Where the international hockey with the World Juniors, Spengler Cup, and then back when we were growing up, there was always um, international teams traveling around and playing, playing Russia, Canada, Canada, USA. It was always fun to watch. Um, what would be the biggest upset now, Dave, that could happen in international hockey? Uh, let's not talk junior hockey because that's a crapshoot day in day out, where it happens on a, on a tournament base where Russia loses to. Norway or the Swiss come out. Let's talk international hockey at the Olympic level, which we probably aren't having. We discussed what would be the biggest upset you think at the Olympics? Like what team would beat what team to say, holy fuck, how did this happen? Well, the biggest one of note that I can remember, this happened in quite a while ago in Salt Lake. Like, uh, remember Canada started off, Sweden ran their show. And then in the come the the playoffs, the elimination games, was it Latvia who scored one off of Tommy Salo's face? 
They took a pel- a shot from the blue line, hit him in the. It might be Latvia, yeah, yeah. It hit him in the mask, and it it just took a wacky bounce into the. And net. that was the end of his career, pretty much. He never recuperated from that. Yeah, he was like he was an Oiler at the time as well. Like it was. They uh, got traded the Islanders after that, I think, and then he was just done. Like confidence just shot. Yeah, that that was a bad look, and and shoot his head. Look. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Do you think Canada? could ever lose to a team like oh geez you know like like latvia yeah or belarus or i it not in my lifetime never say never like but not in my lifetime i i simply can't see it like is canada ever going to beat brazil in, in, soccer. in soccer yeah that's a good point canada should just beat mexico yes but in, in compromised conditions and at commonwealth stadium in edmonton so could it happen the other way around well, it, it, no i don't think so because you know the brazil states were high yeah. brazil will never beat canada in hockey no ever or ever. or in or in curling I have a question for who is better. Oh yeah, oh no, for on curling on that on that note, Dave. Okay. But yeah, if you if you get a chance to watch that, uh, it was a thirty for thirty on that that U.S. Olympic team, nineteen eighty. Herb Brooks, uh, it's Jim Craig's the gold. Mike Ruzioni's the captain. It's fantastic, man. I remember watching that. I don't know why there's blue ice at Lake Placid. Do you remember that? I I don't understand why the, the ice was blue, but man. That team, how they pulled it off, I'll never know. And none of those guys, like, they went through the roster at the end of it. None of those guys had careers when it was all said and done. They no. played college. They, they got jobs as, as doctors and lawyers and dentists and this and that and everything else. None of them had NHL careers at all. You know, and that's quite something, too, right? Because that's, you know, your medal is no different than any, any other medal. But, like, you know, that is a team that everybody knows. Everyone Every, knows. Everybody knows that team. Like that gold medal has a little bit more of a a tinge to it, if you may. I don't know. You know, and, and there's not many uh, sports uh, memories that Al Michaels has, but he has that one. Do you believe miracles? Yes, yes, yes. Do you believe miracles? And it's uh, awesome to watch them. But every time you watch it, it's pretty fantastic. I, I don't think that that will ever ever be replicated. No, it's. It, it's tough to to imagine anything. Uh, the, another one that that comes to mind was in Olympics, but it was Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson. That yeah, that, that's a good one. That yeah, that's that close. blew me away. Like when that happened, like that was eighty nine, I think. Yeah, eighty eighty nine. Yeah, sounds or maybe even like a little bit more, like twenty one ish. But it, I was I was blown away when when I heard that because that happened in Tokyo too. So I didn't even I didn't see it live, and I enjoyed the 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 path of and power of Mike Tyson, and to to see him get knocked out like that, I don't want to say shook me, but it like it startled me as much as anything. Never thought it would happen because the Russians, when we were growing up, the Russians were unbeatable, you know, mm-hmm. until '86. And but you know but, what? Now I think about it, the Russians lost a lot more than they won. Okay, I was going to end this segment, but they lost in. 80 Canada Cup in 83 Canada Cup in 
seven. But then they won what gold in Calgary in 88, right? So they, they got, won gold. The, oh, did they? Yeah, and then they won in okay. Sarajevo, 84. They won in Calgary, 88. But they have not a bunch of winning. We give the Russians a lot more credit back than they actually have. Well, they won all the Olympics and World Championships, but it was in a level playing field. They were professional yeah. hockey players, right? Anyways. Anyways. 1420 podcast. Four beer with sports talking a whole lot more. Net, net, Soviet. <laughs>
if if you're wearing a bow tie, it better be a bow tie, not some clip-on garbage. What what if, situation if, you put a bow tie on? Well, if you're gonna wear a tie, then you can wear a bow tie. That that's my understanding, right? No. I Other than the tux, no bow tie. It ain't my bag, but like, yeah, if you want to go through the effort of uh, of tying your bow tie and, and wearing bow ties, I'll let you do it, but it ain't my bag. Nanaimo bars or cinnamon buns? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a sweet tooth at all. Fresh baked cinnamon buns. The Nanaimo bar I is, love Nanaimo bars. Man. So do I. They're they're really really good. I can't remember oh. the last Nanaimo bar I had. We'll I can't find remember. This. I'll get you. I'll, I will get you some this weekend. Homemade. Well, let's not push things. Mom, mom, mom's out in Nanaimo right now, so we'll figure something okay, out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See what you can do. Is there coconut in your bottom layer too? A little bit. Yeah. See, I don't know. I like the the coconut kind of puts it, knocks it down a bit. I'd rather have almond bark. I mean, sorry, almond roca than than a Nanaimo bar. Oh, I love a Nanaimo bar. They're just something. They're something to behold. They're pretty. Uh, good. They're pretty sweet. My teeth hurt just thinking about eating them. Oh, I love them. I love them so much. Like I just. Oh. Oh no. See, uh, a, a, a fresh, see. I'm a bread guy, so a fresh baked cinnamon roll is my my game. Those are good. Yeah, those are good. Uh. With women, scarves as a fashion statement. Sure. Oh yeah, I don't mind it. I get scared. What 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 scares you well, about it? Kate, well the the producer Deanne, she's a she can you know she like Bambi on ice sometimes, and I, I get scared when she comes downstairs and she'll get that scarf caught on the on the handrail coming down the stairs. That she's gonna hang herself because they, it, they wrap them around their heads and arms and things and stuff. I I think you know what sometimes safety takes over from 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 fashion. Yeah, but it's not like they're beside like a, a running machine or anything like that. It's not. You haven't seen Deanne walk though. I actually have seen her walk. No, I mean <laughs> down downstairs with a scarf on her neck. She catches herself on that on that on that banister. She might. It, it might be it. But it's open ended. There's no knots. You're like you're you're more apt to uh, choke Slither yourself your way a, out. Yeah, on well, on a bow tie as opposed to a scarf, and and, and, <laughs> and the scarf itself is a general rule. It's not a thick material. They're usually kind of silky and uh, not the one, not the one Deanne wears. Okay, not the one Deanne. They don't scare rum, me. rum or rye. Oh, whiskey all day, brother. That ain't even fucking close. <laughs> Not even close. Oh, geez. No, I like I would take vodka and gin before rum. The only time I drink rum is at this time of year in my nog. I might be getting a uh, into the rum skis uh, maybe on Wednesday night. It's kind of the 22nd, 23rd. Grab some cracking. Yeah, grab some cracking. Get into the rum. Uh, Tomato or mushroom soup? Tomato. With crackers? Uh, croutons. I I don't, I can't remember the last time I had canned tomato soup. I make my own soup. I make all my own soups. And uh, I my homemade tomato soup is dynamite. 
Tomato uh, soup. Gotta, gotta think out two more. Apple or pumpkin pie? Apple. Really? Like I love apple pie. Yeah, me with a thing of but ice cream. I, but I, I could eat an entire pumpkin pie in one sitting. Well, because there's not there's nothing of substance to it, like in, in whipped cream. It's it's not bad. I don't dislike pumpkin pie. I would take pumpkin pie. That's that's top three. No. Yeah, probably apple then pumpkin. But like lemon pie, peach pie can fuck off. Yeah, it can't be too tart. No. Key lime yeah. pie, fuck off. They got pies in the States. Once I had a pecan pie at a restaurant I was at, and it was just sugar, just a sugar pie. <laughs> That's all it was. Like, holy cow. Not that apple pie and pumpkin pie don't have a ton of sugar, but yeah. Oh, I like Cherry pie. pie. Yuck. Saskatoon. Do you like a pie pie? more than a cake? I yeah. like pie more than cake. I do not. I'll take a cake. I'll, I'll take a nice spice cake, like a carrot cake or a boiled raisin cake. Ooh, I love that shit. Like stuff with cinnamon and cloves in it. Nummy. <laughs> I like, got, I got. Go ahead. Oh, just, 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 just chocolate and red velvet and and these white cakes and lemon cakes. So they, those can poppy seed cakes. Jam it. I like the like the brown like spice cakes. Those are my jam. Mom, mom's making the same birthday cake for me and my <laughs> sister, my brother, for a hundred years now chocolate cake with a vanilla icing that's second to none there's something in in the ice it's not just plain vanilla there's something in it is so good it's been doing it for 100 years and thank you very much mom it's so so great every year we get three times a year it's great uh last one dave new year's eve or new year's day uh back in the day it was new year's it, it was the two day like the new year's eve new year's day i new year's eve used to be a four-day event oh yeah we when we you start Mon getting into her on the 27th for sure you get down to montana like on the 30th like hopefully the 29th you have the 30th to get ready 31st you you fuck around a little bit you go downtown you, you do a little bar hopping 31st in the afternoon you, you plan your meet well you're not planning you got your plans already you get ready and and you're having cocktails and everybody's getting jazzed and and you hit the town and then you party fuck and then you watch football on the first how many football games are on the first anymore three Rose. four well there, there's eight but there's like three that matter right the, the new year's day three or six yeah the rose the orange and the cotton or something something like that yeah okay yeah. when's the playoff what, what's the playoff Again, uh the, oh jesus it's the, usually it's, the month it's on thursday i think like this thursday yeah Oh, they... no, 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 no. It's new. It's New Year's, New Year's Eve. It's the 20, the, the, the 30th, the 30th. Is, Friday night. Uh, is uh, the game. Thursday night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. New Year's Eve. A lot of, lot of fun memories. A lot of fun memories. Met my wife on New Year's Eve. You were there. Whitefish, Montana. Yeah. I was you there. Bet. Yeah. Rifle in danger. The same night somebody got in trouble. Yeah, lowering, lowering the standards so I could come in and swoop in. 
Quite needing that was, anyways. Uh, Dave, I don't know if we're gonna do another one of these shows between uh, Christmas and New Year's, but uh, or on Thursday night because that's the 23rd. Who knows? We'll discuss it off air. But uh, a lot of fun tonight. We've had a good year. Uh, Twenty thousand people listening to us for some unknown reason. It's been a lot of fun doing this with you on a on a on a bi-weekly basis, not bi-weekly, bi-weekly basis, whatever we want to want to word it. But uh, thank you very much for joining me on this show over the last year and a half. Uh, a lot of fun. Thanks for thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the uh, initiative to start this some um, 15 months ago, 16 months ago. <laughs> Cussing COVID, eh? That's when we started this. Jesus Murphy. But uh, nonetheless, it's, it's my pleasure. I enjoy it. I look forward to it. You know, like anything, it's it's uh, it's a little bit of work sometimes, and you got to get up for it. Some episodes are better than than none, but uh, I always look forward to. Uh, to getting some fresh thoughts out there for for people to to either agree with us or think we're dumb. Yeah, she's definitely a labor of love. Thank you everybody for who's listened to us uh, throughout. Uh, Jesus, I think we're in sixteen different countries who listen to us and states. Uh, we're up to thirty nine or thirty or forty states listen to us. Every province in Canada listens to us at least once. So thank you very much, Dave. Merry Christmas to you. But uh, you know what? We'll end end tonight's show. Uh, on a high note, um, who is better? We've asked this before. Sidney Crosby or Al Silvestri? I like this is. I'm I'm gonna say this is pure homerism. Give me Sidney anytime. There you go. Sidney Crosby, go go Canada, go. Uh, Take care of yourself more important. Take care of yourself. See you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And Dave, what else? Have a Merry Christmas, Jim, when you don't swing at the high ones. Merry Christmas, there you everybody. Go. Have a Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you again on, uh, well, we'll talk to you. Yeah, you'll know. Happy New Year. It'll be on Twitter. Hopefully, we'll get, one, we'll get one out before New Year. Merry Christmas. We'll get one out there.